Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of fail. Okay, so today we are talking about Fist of Legend. Not to be confused with Fist of Legend in 20 from 1994. We're talking about Fist of Legend 2019. Not to be confused with another Fist of Legend, which also came out in 2019. Uh, who was uh, directed by uh, Gordon something. Uh, this is Fist of Legend, uh, directed by Liu Chun, uh, not to be confused with the Fist of Fury, which Bruce Lee was in, uh, which is also not to be confused with Fist of Legend of the Fist with Donnie Yen. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 so, see, uh, I see where yeah. you're going with this. You're just confusing me now. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, we're talking about this. Oh, oh my god, if you go on Haya and type in Fist of Legend, it's just like an endless deluge of like search results. <laughs> you just don't know which one we're talking about. So we're talking about the one that is supposedly a Haya original. And um, yeah, so that's actually what suckered me in. Also, it's a 70-minute movie, so it's, <laughs> oh, it should be an easy watch. And watching it made me think like, oh, this is... Asinine. <laughs> this is a waste of my time. So we're continuing our Haya experiment. We're, what, yep. four movies in now? Yeah. Our, yeah, our, yeah. our cracks in um, our experiment starting to show because, um, yeah, you mentioned this. Uh, you're noticing a lot of Chinese films? Yes, I am. Yeah, it's a huge trend. I don't, we've basically just been covering nothing but, with the exception of Dragon Wolf. That we covered last week, but that's kind of us scraping the bottom of the <laughs> barrel. This is not far from behind, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, the, uh, if you go on Haya, it's predominantly Chinese movies, and I think that's—I don't know—is that really an issue with Haya, or is it just the industry as a whole? Because you know, it's always been martial arts movies have always been Chinese, like dominant right yeah so i don't know if that's really a fault on hayas streaming service but when it comes to the movies we pick it's gonna probably just end up being a series of chinese centric films so yeah, yeah i mean that's i think that's just what it is the more famous martial arts movies might be bought by other streaming services or by other companies and those rights are with them and so haya is just getting their hands on what they can and we all know that china is now just churning out movies you know weekly daily and so i guess if there's any sort of fighting in it you know maybe haya is doing their due diligence and just saying like okay this one looks okay this one looks okay let's just you know they need they need content they need content on their streaming service so like you know that's no one's fault um, if they can't get the best Jackie Chan movies or, you know, the best Jet Li films. But they, they do have some of them, so uh, it's commendable what they're doing. But mm. I did also notice there are many Chinese films on Haya. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots, yep. of Kore- lots of Korean ones, too. I've seen, I've seen some Korean ones as well. 
not so many, I guess, American uh, martial no, arts. No, not really. Now, and I think they're trying to market it that way. I don't really know because eventually, occasionally, we'll get movies like Debt Collector. It's like, oh, well, that's not Asian at all. Um, I don't know. It's it, it's a strange it's a strange way that they're marketing their material. It's like it's like it's it's action movies, but it's like it's Asian, but not really because like, occasionally we don't have Asian. Uh, Asian, a single Asian actor in the whole movie so it's like I don't really know what their theme is sometimes um, a lot of them just kind of stay in the action territory and they're not martial arts movies at all so it's kind of strange I mean for you and I we're trying to look for the martial arts movies ergo why we're talking about this today because uh, well I was at least hoping the martial arts would be good it's not hmm, it's not terrible for but a the whole mo- for a, but well, the whole movie <laughs> like, what, what do you think? for a 70 minute movie the martial arts isn't that bad considering sure. when you have movies this short they it's probably very very low budget it doesn't yeah. look low budget but it feels low budget i yes, feel yes. i feel like movies coming out of china have the benefit of lots of really nice sets going on like sure they could just go from one lot to another and they just have sets they have these costumes that are just there that they probably can use over and over again and it doesn't look half bad but it's the filmmaking techniques it's the acting it's the writing that will definitely make something feel b-movie or low budget and Everything else is what's causing this movie to feel very low budget. Wait, Zero, are you telling me that Chen Zhen's actor, Tiger Shu, didn't just scream, like, Academy Award-winning performance? Well, uh, he doesn't scream. He doesn't doesn't talk. He doesn't do anything. (laughs) It's interesting because I feel like this movie is really trying to be a prequel to Jet Li's um, Fist of Legend and even his Fearless movies because they do mention Mm. um, the... Yeah, that guy. (laughs) I can never pronounce his name. The the master. Yeah, Yeah, they they mention him a a bunch in this film as well. And I feel what Tiger Shu is trying to do is embody that sort of quiet stoic stance that Jet Li does in those movies, you know. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. Not not so overtly outspoken just kind of humble and with his own thoughts and acting when he really needs to but he does talk when he needs to as well in those movies and this movie oh my god there's scenes where characters are talking at him and he doesn't say anything (laughs) and it feels like he forgot his lines i i could not stop laughing at his silence (laughs) Yeah, it's funny you say that because as I was watching this movie, I always thought like, oh, you know, you always play video games and you always play the silent protagonist and just allowed a couple like dialogue options. And this is what this movie feels like. The main the main character doesn't say anything. He's basically a silent protagonist and it feels like every time he's about to say something, he's only allowed to say like three things. <laughs> and then everybody... Yeah, he's not allowed to have conversation. It's just like, all right, well, I get to pick out of a hat, like out of a hat what I'm allowed to say back because he is they're getting all the wrong notes 
from what they're trying to get from the Jet Li version of Fist of Legend. So this is a prequel. It's supposedly a prequel. I don't know if you'd realize this, Zero, but Mitsuko and the uncle character are in this movie. Yeah. And yeah. they are ripped right out of Fist, Fist of Legend, Jet yeah. Li's Fist of Legend. Yeah. Um, so, like, I see what they're trying to do here. Trying to make the main character here seem like Jet Li's uh, Chen Jen character, but they just took out all the charisma. They took out everything that was even remotely a character. Well, they took out all his dialogue. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he's not a character he's in this not, movie. He is absolutely not a character. He is there to move the story forward. Everybody <laughs> speaks so greatly of him, and everybody relies on him so much, but he doesn't contribute any personality to anything. <laughs> no. He's just there to walk into scenes say a few lines maybe or to not react to anything verbally <laughs> and then he maybe fights and then he leaves that's like that's it yeah yeah that's um yeah i don't know it, it, it feels kind of strange that we need another like addition to the fists of legend universe it's, it's like a chronology at this point it's like yeah we need more chan jun we just need more of him uh, because you know we have we have that movie, and then we have the Donnie Yen version, which is also supposed to be like a sequel to the the Jet Li version. Oh, so I didn't like, know that. Okay. So that's where I think this movie's trying to market this whole mask thing. If you if you watch the Jet Li, uh, it watch the Donnie Yen version, he is wearing the Kato mask. Yeah. It's clearly fan service for anyone who like grew up with like Green Hornet and stuff, or know who Green Hornet is and who Kato is. Um, you know, Bruce Lee's famous character from that. Um, but this movie's like, he's wearing a mask of sorts. So it's like, is this related to Donnie Yen's version? Maybe. But we'll save that another for another time when we actually talk about that film. So, Zero, I want to say mm-hmm. that the world would do a lot better. All the problems in the world would be solved if we had less Fists of Legend <laughs> movies. What? We need less movies like this. Because this is, I, so... I don't think the world would be better if we. Had it would be a be- at least like marginally. You're, you're forgetting about uh, climate change and like COVID, yeah. COVID, all these uh, diseases and all these bad. Yeah, but things, maybe but... maybe not having a movie like this would get Chinese people to stop going to the theaters to watch this. <laughs> I then, don't you know... think they're. I don't think they're watching this in theaters. I I can't. Yeah, that's imagine. true. That... This is this probably might be one, one of those... like web movies. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say probably. Yeah, web movie. yeah. Yeah. But um, Will, you'll have to help me uh, yet again and tell me what this movie is about because, oh god, were you checked out? Were you checked out watching this movie? I, it's weird. This movie is so short, and I I feel like I couldn't follow anything, even though I was following everything. I felt lost, even though I perfectly understood what was happening in every scene. <laughs> All right, so okay, we have to, we should or should not. Remember that this is a prequel to Fist of Legend, so it does set up. You can kind of watch Fist of Legend right after this, so we do set up some characters and some stories. But this is about Chen Zhen, uh, uh, who comes to Japan prior to what he did in Fist of Legend. Um, he comes to Japan to learn, uh, to study, basically. And he's not allowed to get any sort of fights at all, uh, as required by his master, and a disembodied voice that we never yeah. attach a face to. 
it's just a voiceover yep, yep. every now and then when he's in a fight scene. I was like, who the fuck is talking to him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So while he's here, uh, he's not allowed to get any fights. And there's just... They're like, well, where we have a bunch of strife between the Japanese and the local Chinese who are also here to learn to study as well. And oh, that's basically it. <laughs> actually, that's actually the whole story now that I think about it. Like, I basically summarized a lot of it. But yeah, there's a masked figure who is basically a superhero. He's basically like Chinese Batman who is going around beating up the Japanese. And they're trying to discover who this person is. Immediately, everyone assumes that is Jet Li. <laughs> Not Jet Li, sorry. <laughs> Chan Chan, goddamn. Wrong Fist of Legend. Um, everyone assumes it's, it's Chan Chan because the mass figure, he just goes out and, and fight. You know, when he fights, he's basically announcing that he, that he his martial arts style is uh, from the Jing Wu school. Like, ha, Jing Wu, ha. <laughs> just be everyone <laughs> screaming Jing Wu. Ah, I'm Jing Wu, ha. And that's another reason why Chen Jun is here. He is trying to determine who is claiming to be from his martial arts school because it is causing um, strife for his school. Because, you know, like someone's claiming to be from his school, um, fighting the Japanese. Oh, so man, I completely missed that story <laughs> point. Like, you're saying this to me, and I'm thinking, oh. This is the first time watching the movie, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what that's what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, but he refuses to fight. And as you can tell, he eventually dons the mask of the, the, the superhero. But not, but until then, it's kind of like a mystery, even though it's like the lamest mystery ever because it's like basically revealed who the mass figure is right away the movie's not good let's just <laughs> let's just put that out there it's it's not good at all i chose this because i thought the action was hilarious at times but the movie itself is a huge fucking drag mm-hmm. it is hard to sit through and it's it's just feels like you just see money burning on screen <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is like why are people oh, wasting great. their time that's great I why like that. why did they make this movie i don't know why people watch this shit except people like us who just want to ridicule it yeah so zero what were your thoughts as you watch this train track? oh god i don't even know what to think of this movie it just it screams cash grab you know it screams mm, hey sure. let's make a prequel to a very famous movie let's Let's just call it the same thing. Let's have story elements that people will understand because it's a prequel. It's going to set up the original movie. And let's just put something together really quick with some capable performers. And that's just all it is. It's a shame because I think a prequel to the Fist of Legend could work. Like, this story isn't terrible. Like, getting him... seeing, Seeing what Jet Li's character was doing in Japan before he actually left for china like you know that could be interesting uh them elaborating or maybe setting up the love story and the love interest that was um you know um the the japanese woman from uh jet lee's fist of legend that could have been interesting too but this movie it just doesn't do anything well it's it feels like it was written so quickly and the fact that it's 70 minutes the fact that they just rush through everything and they don't give characters any time to really right. flesh themselves out or understand each other just shows that like they probably didn't care, you know. Oh, absolutely. So that, uh, that there's no care in the world. Yeah, that's why it's 
dis- disappointing because you know maybe visiting these characters again would have been fun if handled by the proper people handled by the people who actually like the source material or want to really um see it flourish but this is this is not it uh, again it's yeah. probably just a cash grab cash grab cash grab is a good way to describe it and i want to rebuke anyone who would say that it's not a cash grab he's like oh no i don't know i think the movie's good it's like a nice send-off to the fist of legend jetly version uh i don't know because um if it was at any ways trying to honor the message that was in fist of legend we talked about this when we talked about the 1994 version <clears throat> the big difference between fist of fury and fist of legend is that fist of legend 1994 was actually very ambiguous or about the anti-japanese sentiment sentiment yeah um it was very much like you know the japanese aren't uh, you know it's like a gray area it's not like they're black and white bad people the bruce lee version was just like the japanese are evil yeah end of story uh the the jet lee version had a lot more nuance to it that's what kind of made it interesting here in this movie this legend 2019 uh the japanese are just evil yep <laughs> they're, they're just evil, straight up evil evil rapists they don't like the chinese obviously yeah. they just want to beat up on them they rehash the sick men of asia line all yep. the all the things you would expect from a mainland chinese film yeah dunking on exactly. the japanese pretty much right so it's exactly so that's why when you want you can't watch this movie and then watch the jet Li version thinking that oh they're you know it's in the spirit of the jet lee fist of legend no exactly it doesn't even understand exactly. the the source material like it, that had a clear message that you know they need to there need to be uh solidarity between the japanese and chinese even if they had to have if they have their differences right here it's like they sh- they fucking shoehorn in an american character oh, for no God, reason that was hilarious. just so he can get <laughs> just so he can like get his ass whooped at the very end of the movie he's like why is he in this movie right who is this fucking guy <laughs> so going back a little bit this movie is so clear in its anti anti-japanese sentiments that they didn't even hire Japanese actors. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. it's just Chinese people dubbed over in Japanese. It's at first I was like, man, like they they are they just acting weird? They don't look like they're acting right. And then I realized, oh, they're dubbed over. That's why it just yeah the the tonation and everything that it was that was trying to come across like it's just off. felt off because they're trying to match yeah. the lips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I notice you'll notice uh, all the the quote unquote Japanese characters in the movie. They their their eyebrows. Oh, they got the shaped. evil eyes. I love it. The evil yes, eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they have like, every one of them. The ends are kind of shaved off, and then it's just like downward spikes <laughs> to show <laughs> yeah. how mad they are all the time. They look like emojis. Yeah, 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 yeah they really do. <laughs> you know, like, the funniest thing about that is is that the main character, uh, oh, the, the main villain of the movie. Sorry, he. He has those kind of eyebrows, but you can actually see the indentation where his normal eyebrows would actually be. Yeah. So it's like it's like evil eyebrows on top of the actual like space where his normal eyebrows would be. So it's like okay, that clearly doesn't work, and uh, that that's like just a small modicum of like how like, it's just barely low budget in the movie, and like the budget shows at times uh, because the movie looks just yeah, like you said before, it feels very cheap. Like watching the whole movie, like it feels like they skimped out and everything. Um, and yeah, the overall entertainment value of the movie, 
I don't know. There's like not a lot to it. I, I at first it's supposed to be some sort of mystery that the characters are trying to solve and it gets solved right away. And then we get introduced to this other character who's very vocal in his anti-Japanese sentiments, but then he changes sides to be with the Japanese. <laughs> and um, he doesn't make a lick of sense. And then at the end, he redeems himself by being a good guy again. Oh, and God, I, I thought I can't the wait. way that he does is so that. funny. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably the best moment in the whole movie. So then, oh, Will, um, what about the action? As... All right. Um, it's not good, <laughs> but... There are glimmers of pretty good fight choreography here and there. Pretty good. Not great. Uh, you know, we can clearly tell that Tiger Shu. I'm very tempted to say Tiger Chen because his, <laughs> his character's name is Chen Zhen. The actor's name is Tiger Shu. So I want to say Tiger Chen, but that's not right. Um, <laughs> Tiger Shu, he's clearly competent when, you know, uh, when he's capable. But it's his performance. His, his acting performance is non-existent. So when it comes down to the actual action, there's I feel no intensity at all because everything that led up to this moment, it's like, eh, whatever. Like, I don't, like, I'm not rooting for the main character at all. So that's how I feel about like the motivations behind each of the action scenes. But I mean, all the action scenes are kind of ruined by some pretty shoddy editing in my opinion yeah i was going to say that it's a shame how quickly edited everything together is because you can clearly see there are stuntmen taking full hits to the body there's lots of pretty decent blows pretty decent stunt mm -hmm. balls pretty decent like uh environmental damage going on every now and then but they cut so quickly away from these moments that you don't really get to take those in in a yeah. more competent martial arts movie, you don't just have it be nothing but big body hits because then that yeah. just feels like a blur. You need to sprinkle in the small little moves, the blocks, so that when we finally get to the big body blow, you slow it down maybe a little bit and you take it in and then you go on to the next move. This one mm -hmm. here, like it's just big hits and that's not a bad mm -hmm. thing, but then it just starts to all really blend together yeah yeah um well if we compare it to the 94 version i mean i think about that and a lot of the f action in that movie is extremely exaggerated because it's a ping film right it's 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 a lot of wire work extreme i mean it's under cranked like crazy so like people are moving at superhuman speeds um so i maybe they're trying to emulate that but you're right it, it really feels like one shot of a really, really powerful blow, and then another shot of a really powerful blow. But then it's also undercut with a lot of really stupid action moments. Like, I love this one moment where he punches a guy. Uh, one guy gets punched. He falls on the floor and immediately just bounces back up. Oh, and like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're going to get into oh that later. Oh, my God, like, that what? moment. That, oh god what the fuck were they thinking it's like he punched him so hard he hit the ground and sprang back up because that's actually what visually happens <laughs> yeah you know what i think that was it was just like they it, it only they only moved in one direction but then they they reversed the footage afterwards it, it looks like, like it's forward and backwards footage. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, the, the action is primarily that. But then every once in a while, we'll get occasion, uh, the occasional Tiger Shoe, like throwing a jumping back kick. It's like, oh, I kind of want more of that. And we get some small, longer takes here and then. They're not bad. There's something about it that screams like TV movie quality, though. Yeah. It, it, I think it's a lot of it is the camera work. It's just a constant like Dutch angle. Now other Dutch angle. <laughs> so you keep moving it back and forth, and it's like the camera cameraman's a little too happy, mm-hmm. like a little too trigger happy with the the angle changes. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, sometimes he's just trying to follow every single move when you know just just let you just let it sit still. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah, don't yeah. have to follow every kick, every punch. I see what mm-hmm. they're trying to do. Um, right, right. And then, yeah, uh, the at least the end fight scene, like, you know, the last, like, 10 to 15 minutes, like, it's just all action. And mm-hmm. if that's what you want, if you're just looking for the, you know, a Storm of the Castle moment, there's some decent choreography, there's some decent hits. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it's not terrible, but mm-hmm. uh, it's not anything really memorable either. Yeah, that's that summarizes how I feel about this movie. It's not very memorable. There's <laughs> really not much to this film. And the only reason why I'm talking about it is because I watched it. I think there's enough to talk about. And I would like to dunk on it. Because <laughs> <Sure. laughs> it's like, right, I want 70 minutes of my life back. No, more than 70 minutes because I have to watch it twice. <laughs> fucking, this movie's ridiculous. And I do not recommend that to anyone who's going to go watch this afterwards. But um, yeah, I guess with that said, we can go into the action and talk about the... Uh, the very bland plot that exists. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess right. we'll spoil some stuff. Not really. It's not like there's anything no, really, really, really amazing that's going to happen with these reveals. But, you know, we'll let you guys know. Uh, so if you mm-hmm. subscribe to us on Patreon, we're going to break down the action, the very quick and kind of messy action that's going on. <laughs> and we're also going <laughs> to go into detail of the story because... I kind of forgot everything, and Will's going to need to give me, like, a rehash of it, because, sure. yeah, my my brain is not really taking in any memories from this it's viewing okay. experience. It's okay. It, it, don't worry. After watching this film, it'll make everyone dumber. So, um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, with that said, let's talk about the action. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. And and then that's the movie. <laughs> God, this movie's terrible. Oh God, God. that's Fist of Legend twenty nineteen. Fist of Legend. Oh boy. Yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. What a. You heard it first from us, folks. Fist of Legend is a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it ends hilariously awful, but. <laughs> oh man, Dude, don't you love that I recommended this? <laughs> Not really, not, <laughs> not, no. not not at all. I mean, it's funny to talk about, but sitting through this was pretty difficult. It, yeah, it, it yeah. was funny in moments. It wasn't dumb enough. It wasn't yeah. low budget enough. It was incompetent in a few places, which is what we laughed at mainly. If so, if you listen to us on Patreon, we laughed at a lot of funny moments, and then at, at a lot of moments, I was like, "We gotta fucking fast forward. I do not want to talk about this." Oh man. <laughs> uh yeah it's funny that we don't do that very often for our show like during the patreon sections but 
you would think that we wouldn't have to do that for a 75 minute movie and somehow we kind of have to oh yeah uh, man this movie uh, the story's not good it's definitely not good it's very derivative obviously because it's trying to ape off of the success of a movie that came out freaking 20 years before it uh but yeah even with that it's it's not enjoyable in that sense it's like it, it doesn't add anything to the the fists of legend universe <laughs> yeah, or whatever the f-o-l-m-u i don't know uh it doesn't add anything to it, it it's it's such a it's such a waste of time and that's why we're covering this so guys don't watch this at all i don't have much to recommend in any sense maybe the the fight between tiger shu and the whole bunch of dudes in the japanese garden at the end even then it's like yeah like you can watch better movies <laughs> than, than this like better fight scenes than this um it's not good on a so bad as good level either like not really there, there are moments where i laughed at it but do you want to sit do you want to waste 70 minutes of your life to go through that i don't think it's worth it so um yeah not a not a good recommend not a recommend at all so zero um i mean the way the villain dies is pretty hilarious <laughs> and yeah, the that's true and the random casket they bring in at the end is really <laughs> funny so if you want to understand what we're talking about, um, maybe watch it for that because those are pretty sure. those are pretty laugh out loud moments. But otherwise, yeah, I would agree. Like it's yeah, it's really really hard to recommend this. Uh, mm-hmm. The last fight is the the last fight that you mentioned when he storms the castle. He fights all the katana wielding uh, guys in the Japanese garden. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. And even yeah, even bad. the earlier katana fight when he fights the ninjas in the alleyway that's not horrible either it's just okay it's just okay it's not memorable what's more memorable is how dumb (laughs) the ending is and how the final villain (laughs) gets choked out i thought that's hilarious that's more memorable (laughs) than anything else in this movie to me right 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 so um yeah that's fist of legend again what a terrible movie you fist of legend i don't recommend to anyone so watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So watch it. Watch it. Prove us wrong. Maybe maybe you'll love it. Maybe this is your oh bag.